Good morning, everyone. This is Johnny Tan, author of From My Mama's Kitchen, Food for the Soul, Recipes for Living. Welcome to From My Mama's Kitchen Talk Radio Show. Here's a quick announcement. Our November heart-centered and passion-driven Inspirations for Better Living digital magazine designed to help moms build a better future for themselves, their families, and loved ones is currently available at www.inspirationsforbetterliving.com. This month's theme is the season of gratitude. The magazine offers inspirational stories from our dedicated team of experts to help you navigate your current situation with confidence in your motherhood journey as the COO, if not the CEO of your family. So please go to www.inspirationsforbetterliving.com and treat yourself to some engaging, entertaining, and enlightening stories. You deserve it. As for our radio show today, since November is National Alzheimer's Awareness Month, my guests for this morning are Gary Rotman and Bruce Barnett, founders of Simple Technology Solutions. Simple technology solves problems for seniors and those who care for them. Their products make the difficult easier without Wi-Fi monthly fees or hassle. These products are unique in that they restore some degree of control over the environment and self-respect to the people who use them while providing enhanced peace of mind to their caregivers, making quality of life as good as it can be. Gary, Bruce, and I will be having a conversation about their remarkable life's journey and a simple truth technology product called Rosie 2.0. Rosie 2.0 has been called a senior's Alexa or Google Home. It is a simple technology solution for memory loss patients and their caregivers. Good morning, Gary and Bruce. Welcome to From My Mama's Kitchen Talk Radio. How are you two doing today? Johnny, uh, you know, G- Gary Gary is in, literally in Mexico, and he's trying to get a signal to come in. He keeps on uh, texting me saying that he's that he's coming in, but uh, he hasn't <laughs> got here yet, but I, he's on his way. You know, Gary and I have worked together for a long time, so uh, I'm sure we'll be able to uh, explain to your listeners whatever they need to know as we move along. So, Oh, no worries at all. It's a pleasure to have both of you with me. Simple Technology has been responsible for some really incredible products for seniors. So congratulations to both you all and the company Thank and you. so forth. Let us start by getting to know you two, I guess, in a way a little better. Uh, it's 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 hard it's hard to you know give your life in a nutshell uh, <laughs> in a very short period short period of time. But uh, like anything, life is a journey, and you absolutely have no idea where it's going to take you. And uh, Every day you wake up and you don't know what's going to happen. And uh, first, uh, I was born in the, in the early 1950s. Uh, I'm 70 years old, and um, I was uh, fortunate enough to be born into a very uh, privileged family in uh, New York City. My father was an executive with a uh, Fortune 500 company, and uh, I was, you know, quite living the good life. And uh, things uh, all of a sudden came to an abrupt halt one day with my father's uh, death. My mother had predeceased him, and I found myself at 18 uh, with uh, two duffel bags in the back of my car, and uh, and all the things that I had always taken for granted that I would have in life were gone. And uh, I stayed in college uh, because the Vietnam War was going on, and I didn't want to go near there, and uh, and graduated with a uh, degree in uh in the hospitality industry, professional chef's degree, but uh, with my passion being uh, 
real estate. And for 40 years, I got involved with uh, 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 development of real estate on Long Island, New York, uh, mostly focusing on uh, recreational real estate. And what I mean by that is uh, we built a lot of uh, developments uh, centering around uh, uh, golf courses, uh, swimming, uh, tennis, uh, things like that. I really did analyze uh, uh, that um, after the uh, after World War II, the uh, the next generation, the baby boom generation, uh, would be retiring uh, at a much earlier rate uh, than you know our previous generation. They would be mm-hmm. coming into money at a much earlier time in their lives, and they would have excess money. And how were they going to spend it? And I wanted to be part of how they would spend it. Uh, their mm-hmm. kids would uh, their kids would go to college. They'd be empty, empty nesters sooner, and uh, they would be inheriting what their parents worked so hard for after World War II, and mm-hmm. uh, and that's exactly what I did. Uh, we uh, bought up as much uh, real estate on the eastern end of Long Island that nobody wanted to go near, uh, and uh, we were able to get it at a very good price. And uh, we started building uh, uh, housing developments around it around them. At the time, I was fortunate enough to be uh, uh, also have a job for a little while. <laughs> uh, I was a senior executive vice president in charge of real estate at a uh, bank, and I got to meet all the uh, uh, local developers and lend them money and kn- know what they were thinking and where they were thinking of building developments and, and so forth. So I was able to learn a lot. Um, about 10 years ago, I guess it's 12 years ago now, I really got uh, tired of having done that for over uh, 40 years, and my children had uh, were just graduating college or just had graduated college, and their uh, godfather, my father-in-law, uh, came down with Alzheimer's. And it's not like he came down with Alzheimer's. It's uh, what happened with him is really part of my story, uh, mm-hmm. and in that uh, I worked with him, and in 1991 uh, I started noticing differences. And I started consulting on my own with neurologists as to whether or not this could be Alzheimer's. And basically, and I consulted with a lot of neurologists, and basically what they told me, uh, so what? What if it is Alzheimer's? There's nothing you can do about it. And I said, well, I guess I could talk to my family about it. And they said, why bother? Why worry them? There's nothing there. There's nothing that you can do about it. Uh, just go home and... Uh, see what happens. And uh, I did that, unfortunately, Mm -hmm. because they were absolutely wrong. And they were wrong then. And if you talk to a lot of neurologists, they'll give you the same answer today. They're wrong today. Uh, um, He wasn't totally diagnosed, uh, fully diagnosed with Alzheimer's until 2005, excuse Mm -hmm. me, 2003. Uh, So that was about eight years later. And, uh, and they told us at that time he probably had about five years to live. And they were right. He died in 2008. And mm-hmm. during that period of time, my children got involved with the Alzheimer's Foundation of America, uh, which mm-hmm. is a local group in New York. And, uh, and they asked them how they could help them, and they were told they need money. So my kids started a, uh, a, uh, a party, so to speak, mm-hmm. uh, a get-together mm-hmm. to uh, make uh, younger people aware of uh of alzheimer's and hopefully give money but knowing that it would take a long time and as they reach their maturity uh in as far as economic maturity that they hopefully they would start giving money and actually that has come to pass 
as mm-hmm. my kids are now in their late 30s, early 40s, and their a lot of their friends have done very well. Uh, right. But at the t- at the time, this party that they gave in New York went viral, and mm-hmm. they started mm-hmm. having parties in L.A., Boston, Chicago, Nashville, mm-hmm. Palm Beach, and the biggest one being New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, my my kids really were didn't have the time that they could uh, you know to to help with these things and. Uh, mm-hmm. I uh, they asked if one of us wanted to do it, and I said, "Well, I would do it uh, if they mm-hmm. would pay for my hotel and transportation." Uh, <laughs> and uh, during that time, I became very close with the president of the organization, and uh, because of my background in uh, in creating housing for uh, yeah. seniors type of community, uh, he asked. He actually offered me, and I took it uh, a consulting contract uh, mm-hmm. to draw up the um, the specifications. Of mm-hmm. what a uh, Alzheimer's facility, memory facility should uh, should look like, and uh, I raised a couple of hundred thousand dollars, and we brought in some of the best minds in the in the United States to New York uh, three weeks in a row, and them at a hotel on weekends, and we had conferences, and I had people that specialized in uh, care management, in furniture, mm-hmm. in lighting, in uh, noise. Uh, and brought in an architect, and we tried to draw up specifications because what was happening uh, was that there was a lot of foreclosures in the country, and people were coming to us with Holiday Inns and so forth and said, I just bought a Holiday Inn in Virginia, and I want to turn it into a memory care facility. Can you help me? And I said, yeah, Yeah. blow it up because there's no way you can convert a hotel into a memory care facility. They're very, very specific. Mm -hmm. At any rate... uh, that uh, that came to an end with the uh, the termination of the president from that organization, and with that, mm-hmm. my contract was terminated too. But during that time, uh, I had gone to a lot of training mm-hmm. uh, uh, in uh, memory care facilities to understand them, and I had met a man who had written a book, which is the Bible of the industry. It's mm-hmm. called How to Alzheimer's Proof Your Home. And mm-hmm. uh, I met I met this man who was an author, and his mother had he did it because his mother had gotten Alzheimer's, and he spent ten years researching and writing it. And uh, he had, the internet was just coming on, and uh, he had created a little website as to where you can buy some of the products uh, that he mentions in his book. And mm-hmm. the name of the website was called uh, the Alzheimer's Store, mm-hmm. and he offered the Alzheimer's Store to both the uh, for them to buy it to both the Alzheimer's Foundation of America and also the Alzheimer's Association out of Chicago. And uh, they both declined. And uh, I, with my family, with my four, with my four kids, uh, all help, uh, all helping me, uh, we bought the store. And mm-hmm. uh, we, create, we created the Alzheimer's store uh, back in 2012 with my daughter. And mm-hmm. um, now uh, we have over 700 products in my uh and my mm-hmm. son-in-law runs my son-in-law runs it. Uh, but from that, uh, I met uh, uh, Gary Rotman, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, I met Gary Rotman, and he and I got together and uh, decided that there was a uh, there was a marketplace for uh, technology-oriented products for people uh, who were seniors, uh, and we wanted to try and take take products and make them simple. And that's mm-hmm. where the name came from, SMPL, Simple Technology. And our uh, website is simple, smpltechtec.com. Uh, 
where you can see all our products. And uh, we basically uh, deconstruct products or create new products without mm-hmm. any wires, Internet, Bluetooth, or anything like that. We want to make them mobile. We want to make them easy for people to use. And, uh, and that's how Simple was born. Fantastic. That's really wonderful. What I gather from your story, though, it's very interesting because it's sort of passion-driven. It started out, you are extremely goal-oriented. And one of the reasons why we talk about stuff like this is because our listeners engage in the story, right? Because we want to hear how people make it. And I say this respectfully. I know we've not got Gary yet to share his wonderful journey. But I say this again, respectfully, we're all ordinary people doing extraordinary things. And so what moves us forward is that passion to be able to help others. And in the course of doing that, things happen. The magic just takes over. So that's fantastic. Beautiful, beautiful story. Gary, welcome to From My Mama's Kitchen Talk Radio. And I understand that you are vacationing. And I really thank you so much for you taking the time to join us this morning. And so if you don't mind, please kind of walk us through real quick about how you are where you are today from childhood to the present moment. All right. Uh, thanks for having me, uh, Bruce and I, on today. Um, so I was born and in, in raised in Toronto, um, you know, basically middle-class family, strong, supportive childhood. And I was a I was a kid that wanted to try everything, but mastered none really. Um, I think in those days we talk a lot about ADHD and ADD, mm-hmm. but uh, I was certainly an ADD kid, and probably still am today. Um, ultimately, I um, I ended up in dental school, and uh, didn't like that too much. I was always uh, hanging around uh, my father's store, so I guess uh, products and business and products was uh, entrenched in me. So I ended up um, getting into the uh, timepiece industry back in the 80s after I dropped out and mm-hmm. started in the importing fashion watches. But I was always a, a innovative guy. I don't know exactly how that happened, but I was always more interested in, in bringing new products to market than just doing what's out there. Um, mm-hmm. That's, pretty well started at the, you know, initially when I got into the fashion watches and, and basically as time went on and as, and as new technologies were developed for timepieces in the smaller size, you know, GPS watches and mm-hmm. radio controlled shifts and talking uh, functionality. So I really delved into that and um, started innovating unique timepieces and, uh, and that's, you know, that's how it all, you know, led to where we are today. It's, it's through innovation, trying new things, inventing new new products and, and first-to-market products. And, um, and yeah, so that's, that's the, the quick story. That's fascinating. How does Realty 2.0 come about? One of the products that I developed um, back in 2009 was the first talking clock that's LED that you can mm-hmm. set the time in your alarm and, and the alarm by voice so you didn't have to touch any buttons, right? So right. that's, you know, a common problem for a lot of people. It's, you know, you know they can't set the clock, right? Um, so you're able to literally say, you know, set time. And then 
you know, and then say the time and, and it's set, you know, pretty simple, right? And, mm-hmm. um, and that did really, really well. But at the same time, my, my father um, was diagnosed with uh, Alzheimer's dementia back in, in 2010. And, um, and my mother was still around. She was the caregiver. And yeah. what happened was my dad, like so many other Americans, had you know, several chronic diseases and taking a lot of meds. And, and when my mom's not there, <laughs> one night he, he, he just basically took the wrong meds at the wrong time and too many and ended up in the hospital. So mm-hmm. uh, basically the next day that happened, I had that aha moment that people talk about where I, I woke up and I said, hey, why can't I put my mom's voice in the iTalk block? So, you know, when she's not home, she can tell uh, my father, you know, uh, honey, you know, take your two green, four purple, 16 red pills now. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I ended up uh, doing that. It was, you know, easier said than done, of course. Um, it, it took actually many years, literally five years to get the technology uh, working really well that it um, uh, understands, you know, any voice, mm-hmm. or almost any voice, any tone, um, uh, male, female, high pitch, low pitch. It took mm-hmm. five years to, up until 2015, really, to get it uh, uh, highly adoptable so it could be set up by, by anybody. Um, mm-hmm. So basically, the, that's the story. That's how it happened at, at, uh, initially. And I had no idea that that poor medication adherence was, mm-hmm. um, you know, such a massive problem, not only in North America, but worldwide. Right? There's, right. It's, it's, it's as a result of poor medication adherence. And, and this is data that uh, um, is, you know, is well documented that, you know, 25,000 people pass away due to poor medication adherence. It's a, it's a huge cost burden to the healthcare system for people over 65 uh, due to medication errors. So when we ended up uh, developing the product, the first rendition in 2011, um, it, it still was actually uh, pretty successful, even though it wasn't the voice recognition technology wasn't great mm-hmm. at the time. And like Bruce said, this is all offline, right? So right. It's, a, it's a chip in the device, right? Nothing to do with uh, uh, the Internet. Um, so what happened was we ended up putting the device out there to assistive technology resellers. Those are, 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 are these e-tailers, basically, mm-hmm. that sell products for the hearing to say the hearing and visual impaired right so mm-hmm. that was a good place to start so we put it out there and and it was you know and i didn't know what to expect i was doing other projects and lo and behold after several months we started getting reviews that were over the top like mm-hmm. you know my my mom has alzheimer's and now she doesn't get her meds anymore it, 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 just over the top reviews mm-hmm. and that um really motivated me to to, you know, to, to take this to the next level and get, it was called Remind Rosie at the time, get Rosie in the front of healthcare professionals. So I did um, seminars at hospitals, at, at uh, clinics, at rehab hospitals, and the word out slowly to healthcare mm-hmm. professionals, right? They're so busy, so you got to get in front of them. And, and just slowly it built up, built up, and, uh, and yeah, and here we are today launching uh, Rosie 2.0. <laughs> Fantastic. That's really a wonderful story. 
what I gather, though, it's that spirit of entrepreneurship within you all that really can see the foresight. And what's interesting also is that it's about solving problems. And you guys are strictly solution-oriented. You saw the opportunity and create something that all of us need. That's fascinating, truly fascinating. By the way, you're listening to From My Mama's Kitchen Talk Radio, our podcast, available on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitches Radio, Blueberry Podcasting, TuneIn Radio, Mixcloud, Podchaser, Listen Notes, and Hop Hopper. I'm Johnny Tant, your host. Here's a quick reminder to treat yourself to our November edition of the hot-centered and fashion-driven Inspirations for Better Living digital magazine at www.inspirationsforbetterliving.com. Since November is National Alzheimer's Awareness Month, my guests for this morning are Gary Rodman and Bruce Barnett, founders of Simple Technology Solutions. Simple technology solves problems for seniors and those who care for them. Their products make the difficult easier without Wi-Fi, monthly fees, or hassle. These products are unique in that they restore some degree of control over the environment and self-respect to people who are using them while providing enhanced peace of mind to their caregivers, making quality of life as good as it can be. Gary, Bruce, and I are having a conversation about their remarkable life's journey and a simple technology product called Rosie 2.0. Rosie 2.0 has been called a senior Alexa or Google Home. It is a simple technology solution for memory loss patients and their caregivers. Gary or Bruce, who would like to handle this question I'm about to ask you? How has the Alzheimer's patient themselves received the product? I know you mentioned a little bit about some feedback you got from the caretakers, but how about the patients themselves? Uh, okay, um, I'll, I can, uh, I'll make a comment on that, and Bruce, feel mm-hmm. free to uh, add to it. Um, so, from my perspective, um, because of Rosie's ease of use, mm-hmm. so in terms of the caregiver and the care recipient, so we're talking about the care recipient, Alzheimer's patients, so they simply hear the message in the loved one's voice. They don't mm-hmm. have to touch a button. They don't have to talk to Rosie. The messages are recorded, you know, that I love you, but take your pills now or watch your favorite TV show. And, and they do the task, and it repeats every five seconds until they mm. do the task for 30 minutes. It repeats. They do the task, and then they simply press down Rosie from the top. So not any buttons. They just got to uh, 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 press it down, and it shuts off the reminder until it's scheduled to go off next. So mm-hmm. it's all about the ease of use. They don't need to learn anything new. They're hearing a familiar voice of a loved one, which is very comforting. And the device looks like a basic digital clock. So mm-hmm. by simplifying it to the point where you don't have to talk to Rosie, or touch any button, just hear the reminder and do the task, the, the, the response and the adoptability has been surprisingly high. Of course, if you're stage four or five Alzheimer's, it's still, you know, anything's a challenge at all. But uh, for the most part, the, the uh, Alzheimer's patients have, uh, have uh, it's been very well received. And of course, if, if they use it, then the caregiver, family members, they're extremely happy to reduce their stress. So mm-hmm. that's my perspective. And, and Bruce might have uh, uh, another perspective or can add to that. Yeah, I, I, think, I, I think I can. 
in that your you you asked uh, your question was uh you know how was it received uh, mm-hmm. uh by the user uh mm-hmm. and uh you never know when you when uh when you create something uh how someone else might uh receive it or use it and uh although uh you know a primary a primary purpose of uh Rosie 2 is to um uh, you know help with uh uh with uh, uh deployment of medicine, of medicine mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. we had we had a uh, we had a caregiver uh write in to explain to us how they used it which was an aha moment uh as another use and that is right. that they took they took the uh they took the carrier the the Rosie and uh they sent it to uh, uh a member uh, you know by mail by to a member of the family and uh what Rosie can do is Rosie can handle up to 20 or 30 recorded messages so you can you can record a message wow. uh, for example saying uh, uh mom take your blue pill and you can put it uh and you can put that one message on repeat every day at 10 o'clock for 365 days that's just one message and you yeah. can also say right now mom uh it's the 4th of July uh, we're coming over for the barbecue. Please get yourself ready, and we can record that right now, even though it won't play till the fourth of July. So what this family did was they took the uh, they took Reminder Rosie, and uh, mm-hmm. one family member <clears throat> set it to seven o'clock Tuesday, and every every Tuesday at seven p.m. Uh, that family member's voice would come on and say, "Hi, mom. It's your it's your son Billy." And I just want to tell you how much I loved you, uh, love you. And, uh, you know, I really enjoyed, you know, going, uh, you know, you're helping me get dressed for graduation or the senior prom or whatever. And just bring back a memory and, you know, mm-hmm. your mother can hear you in, in your voice. And and, uh, and Billy would then uh, uh, take that, uh, Rosie, too, and mail it to his uh, uh, brother or sister or cousin or whatever. And they mm-hmm. fill up the whole week with memories. And then every and then every night, an entire week, mom would hear uh, uh, each night a different voice from a family member telling mm-hmm. them how much she loved them. And uh, and it didn't matter that you know she was going to hear the same one again next week. A, she might not remember, but B, it just doesn't matter because we all know that we save recordings uh, on right. our on our voice machines and we listen to them every now and then just to hear that person's voice. And right. uh, that's what mom does, too. So that was a whole new use uh, for uh, Reminder Rosie, and um, and, uh, and people love it. Yeah. Wow, that's fascinating. Again, that's something that was kind of the user side of the equation, sort of moving it forward even further. It wasn't conceived before because I presume the idea that came out was strictly from a medical standpoint of view. <laughs> That's right. That's right. That's right. Wow. That's amazing. That's really fantastic. Where are Rosie 2.2 being in service right now? Does it recognize any foreign languages in some ways? No. The way it works is you can Hmm. record the message, the reminder in any language, right? So Mm -hmm. because you're recording it, it's a recording. So you can use any language, which is fantastic. Actually, Rosie 2.0 has a display with the time and the date, and that's also available in, in five languages, Spanish, German, mm-hmm. French, uh, English, and Italian. And um, so they're, they're, they're recording in any language, and 
only the only aspect that you need to know English really to set it up is, is just the setup, you know. At the right. end, when you get it out of the box, you plug it in, Rosie <laughs> prompts you to set the time, you know, what time is it, you know, or, or sorry, set time, set date, yeah. record reminder. Yeah. So you really, you don't have to know, even if English is not your first or even second language, right. the caregiver setting it up, Rosie walks you through, it, it literally, Rosie understands the most important, you know, 20 phrases and, and you know, yes, no, you know, and the date. So it's really easy to set up. Um, and and so, so that's how it works in terms of, of uh, you know, the, the flexibility of, of different families, and, you know, in different cultures. That's fantastic. That's beautiful. Simple technology has many other products in the market as well that contributes to the easiness of living life. Would either one of y'all share with us some of the products that y'all have right now currently being used? Bruce, you want to go? You start. I'll let Gary take a crack at a couple of them. But uh, yeah, one of one yeah. of the products that uh, that I love is our is our, our tel- is our telephone. Uh, mm-hmm. touch. Uh, it um, it uh, it has it has numbers on it, but at a certain period of time, uh, you forget uh, the number. First of all, I forgot I forget already because when I was growing up, I only had to know seven numbers. Uh, in order to complete a telephone call today, you need yeah. to know eleven. And yeah. uh, if somebody tells, if somebody just says, "Bruce, here's my telephone number," I'm going, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, wait! I got to write that down. This is no way I can remember eleven numbers." So you can imagine when a person gets to a certain point in their life, they're not remembering eleven, they're not remembering seven, they can hardly remember one at a time. The easiest thing for them to do is what we've done uh, with uh, our phone, and that is uh, we have. Um, six picture displays on the phone where you can insert mm-hmm. uh, a picture of a loved one or somebody you want to call. And then mm-hmm. the caregiver can pre-program that number uh, into the phone. So there's all, is all the uh, uh, person has to do is just pet pre, uh, press a, uh, a, my, a picture of my face or, or mm-hmm. their, their, their uh, you know, their brother, their sister, their uncle, whoever it is that they want to call. And, um, and uh, makes it makes life much easier for them. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting. You say, well, gee, you're only limiting it to six calls. Well, I have a very close uh, friend of mine uh, who's got Parkinson's, which is under the umbrella of dementia, and yeah. uh, he's gotten to the he's gotten to the point where he really <clears throat> cannot use the phone. And uh, I introduced this phone to him, and he and he said no, he wouldn't he wouldn't use it because he didn't want to believe that he was at that point in his life where this is yeah. what he needed. And he came back to me six months later and he said, let me see that phone. And uh, <laughs> he said, well, his first thing he said was, well, well there are only six buttons there. Uh, you know, I, I mean, you're limiting me to six buttons. And I said, yeah. well, let's talk. What six people do you want to call? And he goes, well, you and, um, and, and, you know, his sister mm-hmm. and, uh, uh, uh and he couldn't come up with a third mm-hmm. because as you get older, your life gets smaller. Your mm-hmm. group, your group, of, your, the group of people that you talk to on a daily basis gets much yeah. smaller, especially when you get out of business, all those business relationships sort of wane. And, uh, you know, and it's, it's just the way of life. It's the cycle. Right. Of life. But right. Uh, right. Uh, the, the, te- the telephone with the pictures is a huge seller and it's very, very easy to set up. And uh, you, 
the other one, which we which uh, uh, which we were very fortunate to, uh, I'm gonna, not going to say invent. We reinvented it. The people that uh, the people that invented it uh, did not want to keep up with uh, the modern technology of, uh, mm-hmm. and that is a is the remote TV. Uh, channel changer, and uh, mm-hmm. as you know, you know if you're sitting in front of the TV at night, you might have a uh, five different channel changers there because not not necessarily channel changers, but you got a DVR or a CD right. player or the other things, and you hit the wrong button, and that's it. You do not know how to use your TV <laughs> anymore. You got to get it. You got to get somebody. I mean, I tell people to call up the Domino's pizza guy and and uh, give him ten bucks extra, and he probably knows how to use a channel changer, but I don't. <laughs> and uh we were able to ha- we were able to have this special channel changer where you can it only has five buttons on it plus a scrolling button for volume and channels uh so you can still get every channel you want if you want to scroll but if you uh you can pre-program uh five uh different channels on the uh on the TV and it's all you have to do is turn it on and hit that button and your channel's there and you don't have to touch it again and it really it really works well with reminder Rosie because if someone is, you know, let's say likes to watch 60 Minutes, which mm-hmm. is always on at 7 o'clock on channel the CBS, uh, Reminder Rosie can go off at, uh, you know, at 6.55 on a Sunday night and say, Mom, your favorite your favorite show's on, press number two on your remote, and uh, there you go. And, uh, and that works, those two work in tandem with each other. Fantastic. That sounds really awesome. Again, these are functional stuff that if I was there, I'll be helping out, right? And if I'm not there, they can do it themselves. So it's self-empowering. Wow. Well, that, yeah. that's a big, big word in uh, in this industry is uh, to keep them independent for as long as they can be kept independent for. And mm-hmm. being able to do things for yourself leads to self-respect. And that is a huge huge thing is is to keep everyone independent with self-respect yeah well amazing one of the things that one of the things that we found uh Mm -hmm. uh with selling uh through the alzheimer's store uh Mm -hmm. was that uh was that uh devices that uh that stop people from exiting homes whether through a window Mm -hmm. or through a, a door uh was very help was very helpful uh, and yeah. most of the th- and you see so many things on TV, uh, from Best Buy to uh, uh, just to Nest and everything else that all mm-hmm. can be purchased for hundreds of dollars, and they need to be wired uh, into mm-hmm. your home. Uh, we were able to uh, uh, facilitate a product uh, that doesn't that doesn't work on wires or internet or Bluetooth. It works right. through radio 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 waves. Mm-hmm. And uh, we can we can put this product with double sided tape. Doesn't need to be screwed into. We can put it by uh, by your door, any door in your house or any window. And uh, when that uh, when that window or door become ajar, open, mm-hmm. uh, the uh, the uh, chime will go off. But it does mm-hmm. not go off anywhere near the person that's trying to exit the house. Right. It doesn't scare it doesn't scare them. It's not meant to scare them. It goes off on a receiver, which is uh, kept on the body of the uh, caregiver, uh, mm-hmm. and that can, that caregiver right now can be over 150 feet away and know that somebody is trying to exit a room or a house, get up yeah. the stair. We also have we also have motion detectors that are made the same way, 
and mm-hmm. it's a it's a tiny little battery that lasts for years that's easily replaceable and uh you know if you ask me you know what's in the future in you know that that particular type of uh uh electronic uh yeah. we're going to be yeah. we're, we've done it in prototype but we're able to make it so that it would go off over a quarter of a mile away and right right that, that's, that's very right. helpful with working with senior communities uh, because right. you're able to get the receiver to a next door neighbor or some, or even a mother daughter who live near each other but not next to each other, right. uh, and uh, and they're able to be able to monitor what's going on in in the house. Uh, it's a mobile device because mm-hmm. I said it, it gets stuck on the wall with uh, double sided tape. So if you decide mm-hmm. to take uh, mom and you're going to go on a trip uh, and you're going to stay at a hotel. Uh, you can, you know, set mom up in her t- in her t- hotel room. Uh, it's eight o'clock at night. Time for her to go to bed. Uh, you put the uh, you put the monitors on on the wall. Double sided tape takes five mm-hmm. seconds, and you can leave. You can go downstairs. You can go to the restaurant. Uh, you know, you don't 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 get don't get the hotel room on the fortieth floor. You know, get right, it on one right. of the lower floors so that you're within a uh, hundred and fifty feet. But right, uh, remember, right. a story in a building is usually only about 10 feet, so you can get right. up to the uh, 15th floor uh, of the building and still be within distance. But you can mm-hmm. be at the restaurant, and you can know that uh, someone's uh, trying to exit the room, and you can mm-hmm. go, you can leave, and you can try and grab them uh, before they get very far. Uh, so that's a, that's a huge seller. We market it in so many different ways uh, in packages because people want a lot of the devices in the house to cover a lot of windows and doors. That's fascinating. The immediate thing that came to mind is where people that are under house arrest <laughs> and they have those ankle bracelets. And guess what? This is about helping people. It's got nothing to do with criminals here, but this is literally helping people. And so that's yeah. the amazing part. Gary, do you have something else to add? Okay. So um, uh, the music players um, uh, is one of our most popular products as well. So basically, mm-hmm. the, the problem that we, we found, and, and Bruce has been uh, uh, doing this at the Alzheimer's store for, for many years, is mm-hmm. that elder people just pretty well don't listen to music anymore, right? Because these days, mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's simple to use, but they may not have Amazon Alexa or Google Home or Internet in their home. So, so what we're uh, selling in the market is, is two music players. One of them is literally the easiest, easiest music player to use in the world. All you do is lift a handle. So you can be, you know, visually impaired uh, uh, or, or, or even um, can't use your hands, and you can lift mm-hmm. the handle with your nose, for that matter, and listen <laughs> to music. And it's it's something that you know people don't think about that much, but it's been shown by um, many people in the industry in the healthcare space that um, um, that you can um, actually um, it helps with memory cognizance uh, when you when you listen to music, especially music from the olden days, right from the formative years mm-hmm, that, that mm-hmm. is associated often with good memory. So we, we we have been selling this particular device. It's called the Lift Player with the handle, um, mm-hmm. and it includes uh, 40 uh, American classic songs. So you plug it in, it works right out of the box. It's a, mm-hmm. just a phenomenal uh, help 
for, for so many people. And now also because it's so easy to use, like all our products, it mm-hmm. offers them, you know, independence and dignity, and it's a task they can do by themselves. They don't have to ask someone. And that's very helpful. And people don't talk about that because it's, you know, it's, it's kind of taboo, right? But right, they, right. Use, they use it themselves. And then it was so popular that we came out with a second version that has a radio. And it's, a, it's, not a, it's not a handle. It's got a large one-inch button, but it has music and the radio, and it's portable, works on batteries as well. And you can delete songs and add songs uh, at mm-hmm. your will. So it's, uh, that's what people do. They, they even put audio music in there, you know, um, you know religious hearings and, and right. all sorts of different things. And so that's a, that's a fantastic product. And I just want to mention as an aside that uh, on the phone that Bruce was talking about earlier, mm-hmm. um, that you can adjust the volume. So for hearing impaired people, there's a, a button so you can increase the volume up to 100 decibels. Actually, it, but really it's like um, 36 decibels louder mm-hmm. than a normal landline. So that's a very helpful point also for the phone. Fantastic. That's really wonderful. This is for y'all, both of you, okay? What was the most rewarding aspects of the collaboration you two have experienced to date? My most rewarding aspect of our collaboration to date is trust. It's 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 amazing. Uh literally Gary and I might have physically met each other two times that I can recall. Uh and otherwise, we have a relationship of over four years now uh, with a lot of money in the middle of us. And uh, <laughs> we have – no, seriously, uh, we have an incredible trust relationship. And mm-hmm. uh, and that, that's just amazing to be able to, to find that in life and, and, and to be able to collaborate with somebody – uh, probably coming from very different backgrounds, coming mm-hmm. from, uh, uh, you know, different continents, or I guess we're on the same continent. He's in Canada, but uh, <laughs> different countries uh, and uh, and really never, you know, because of technology and everything else, we, we were able to collaborate on a daily basis. Uh, and uh, and I have, you know, tremendous, tremendous trust uh, in, in Gary's uh uh, background in technology, uh, in forethought, in marketing, and uh, it's to me it's the, one of the more rewarding things uh, that I've uh, that I'm relationships are what really makes it happen for me, and so that's uh, it's really really wonderful. That's fantastic, Gary Bruce just set you up for a big bear hug there. <laughs> yeah, listen, at the end of the day, you know, that goes, the trust is, is the most important thing for sure. That's the core foundation of any partnership, really. But yeah. um, over and above that, um, you know, on my perspective, of course, you know, that's it's, it's critical, right? So that goes without saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bruce has been a fantastic partner. He does what he says. I do what I say. And then you, ha- and then you can do a lot of good things, right? But uh, I have to say that... Um, the fact that Bruce was, you know, in the business of helping Alzheimer's patients. And when my dad, you know, was diagnosed with Alzheimer's, um, you know, before I met him. So that was, you know, really um, uh, interesting to me and, mm-hmm. and how much he knew and how much, you know, how many people he knew in the space and with the association's history and raising money. 
Um, that's all pretty cool stuff, right? There's a lot of inventors mm-hmm. and businesses out there that do a lot of good things. But, you know, our solutions are really helping people on the ground, in their home, not easy to do with, with seniors, right? They're, they're at yeah. home. A lot of them are depressed. And, and the little things matter. So when, when Bruce is, uh, uh, you know, his company, you know, has, you know, hundreds of products that help Alzheimer's. So it's, it's, it was just a really good feeling to be able to engage with, with Bruce that, that is truly helping people at the home in, a, in the most challenging part of their life with Alzheimer's. It's, it's, it's really terrible. And there's so many uh, people with Alzheimer's and, and dementia, and it's growing and growing. So it's just, it's just really satisfying to really make a difference, to get such good reviews on uh, pretty well all our products. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's been uh, very, very enlightening and, and it feel good uh, all the time, just helping so many people and, and building the business uh, together at the same time. It's a wonderful story, guys. And what's fascinating to me is the fact that, again, coming full circle here in terms of we're solution-oriented, and regardless of where you live, we all actually share certain common goals or certain common things that we all encounter. Both of y'all have encountered parents that were diagnosed with dementia and so forth, and that brought two people that don't know each other together and say, hey, I've got this and you've got that, and this is the thing that I talk about in my entrepreneurial presentation when I say one plus one equals three, not two, because you're creating something right. that's phenomenal out there. That's what this is all about. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and that's the, that's the part of it that's even more interesting. You know, it's it, like you said, it's, you know, you have two people that are have together and, and then together they, yeah, it's, it's, you know, one plus one equals five sometimes. Right. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's, it's been very, very, uh, very good uh, experience the last uh, three, four years. And it's only been a few years really um, mm-hmm. since we, we partnered. So we've done quite a bit in a short time in, in the big Fantastic. Picture. Fantastic. Either one of y'all, where's the best place for someone to buy Rosie 2.0 and other products that will facilitate them in their journey? Okay, good question. Well, the easiest place uh, these days is Amazon. You just search uh, Reminder Rosie on Amazon and you'll find the new version. The original version has been discontinued, but that's uh, mm-hmm. because the original version has been on the market for 10 years. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's easy to find if you search Reminder Rosie. And then you'll see remind, and then you'll see Rosie 2.0, which is a larger screen, um, and it's got a, a, a few other great features that Rosie One didn't have, um, mm-hmm. like you can record messages Monday to Friday. So all, all that is, is is on Amazon, but it's also on CVS.com. And not only Rosie, but all our products you can find on Amazon, um, and most of the products on CVS.com. But, um, yeah, it's, it's easy to find. You know, we're high up organic searches on Google searches, too. And we have, um, you know, uh, several, uh, a nice handful of, of trusted resellers. Um, so, mm-hmm. yeah, we're, we're, we're easy to find on the Internet. Fantastic. You two have experience being in the family and being caretakers in some ways. So what advice would you give to someone who just found out that their loved one had just been diagnosed with Alzheimer's? 
I think Bruce is a better, a more experienced than I to answer that one. I, I would literally okay. tell. I mean, I know what people do, <laughs> uh-huh. and, and 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 first they, you know, they speak to friends, uh, commiserate. You know, they hear stories, whether good or bad, mm-hmm. and they eventually, you know, find the Alzheimer's organization or the Alzheimer's Foundation. And it's very, very difficult uh, reading all these different websites and ideas and so forth. So what I really recommend is goes back to what I started with in, you know, in the beginning, which is right. re- go get the book, How to Alzheimer's Proof Your Home. It's written by Mark Warner. Uh, you can buy it at the Alzheimer's store. I think we might be the only seller of it. Uh, mm-hmm. You probably can get used versions off of Amazon, but it really is a Bible. Uh, it 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 uh, it just it walks you through all the different things you need to do for your home in order to make it safe for the Alzheimer's person. But at the same time, it gives you the philosophy behind it, and it talks so much about patience and a big word, self-respect and remain, maintaining their independence because so many things that you do, that's what you, that's what you need to do for them as long as they can do it is maintain their independence, give them self-respect. And it goes through all the different types of uh, conditions that at Simple we try and uh, touch a lot of them. Some of them we can't because they're really not technology oriented, but, mm-hmm. you know, but it talks, it talks about, you know, communication it talks. It talks about uh, tracking people, uh, you know, in and out of the in and out of the house. It, it you know, it uh, it just you know, just so so many you know, it gets into the littlest things of how do I take my keys away from mom, meaning the car mm, keys. People yeah, don't know how yeah. to do it. I didn't yeah. know how to do it with my father-in-law. I called the police. I said, wow. "You got to stop this guy from driving." And the police said to me, "No." You got to stop them. It's not our job, right? And uh, they, you know, we, they're, they're, they actually, you know, things in there that you can use to disengage the battery and pretend that you don't know what's, uh, you know, mm. what's wrong with the car. Uh, right. You know, I would, I would tell, I would tell people to read as much as they can read. Uh, don't listen to the horrible stories that you might hear from other people. Uh, yeah. They're on their own. They're on their own journey, and they, and they make, and everybody's right. different. Everybody in this disease is different, but get education. And the best education that I could give you is, uh, well, is how to Alzheimer's proof your home, but also care management. And you can get a lot of DVDs and CDs on care management. And the the queen of care management is a woman named Pipa, P-E-E-P-A, Snow, S-N-O-W. She Mm -hmm. is world-renowned. And anytime I heard her speak, uh, she speaks to standing room only crowds. People want to hear her, so she has her own uh, uh, DVDs and CDs. And uh, again, we sell them at the Alzheimer's store, but you can also get them sure. online, you know, in different yeah. places. But uh, uh, she is unbelievable, unbelievable to help anybody with uh, this disease. I just want to add something, if I can, to yes, that yes. real quick. Mm-hmm. So, uh, um, uh, Bruce also has uh, developed, um, and he's a humble guy, but uh, Bruce developed uh, uh, 15 videos, uh, you know, one, two-minute videos of all mm-hmm. the most, um, you know, challenging topics in Alzheimer's. And you can find that 
on YouTube by uh, searching Bruce Barnett uh, caregiving videos um, or on our website. You can find it as well. So I just wanted to mention that. Fantastic. Well, you guys, the way I look at things, okay, you guys are looking through the lens of love. I think when you have someone who your loved one, especially going through the process of initial Alzheimer's and so forth, if you look through the lens of fear, it's about you. If you look through the lens of love, then you are there to service. You have a totally different picture of the situation. Yes. Uh, you know, it, it's, a, it, it's, a, it's about caregiving. It's about mm-hmm. taking care of somebody. It's about taking care of somebody else. Uh, and uh, when, when, you, when, you, when you do it, when you, when you give somebody care, you, you wind up taking care of yourself, too, because it makes you feel mm-hmm. good. So right. uh, pay it forward. That's true. Very true. By the way, we're coming close to the end of the hour. Since our show is about people, family, and living life, would you two like to leave a recipe of living with our listeners today? And Gary, you can start first, and then Bruce can follow, or either way, it doesn't matter to me. <laughs> okay, no problem. So, um, well, I, I think that, um, um, oh boy, so I go by... Um, my uh, favorite sayings in life, right? Trying to mm-hmm. simplify it because life can get so complicated. Um, so one of my favorites, and, and it's no, you know, fluke, but uh, what my favorite saying is there are more solutions than problems, right? So mm-hmm. um, that, and of course, there's always exceptions to everything in life. But um, if you did, you know, so many times, especially these days, there seems to be so many problems. So you got to really dig deep to, to get to the solutions, but they are there. Most of the time, the solutions are there. Um, so that's what, that's probably my favorite. My my uh, right second place is um, it's not what you say, it's what you do. Mm-hmm. So that's that's really right up there, too. And basically, it's talk is so cheap, right? So um, <laughs> you know, people talk is inexpensive, talk is free, talk is. You know, people talk, 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 but it's what you do, not what you say. So that's right. to me one of the best ones. If, 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 if that's my top two. <laughs> Fantastic. And how about you, Bruce? Uh, it's it's very simple for me, and and uh, I I do a lot of mentoring with children because I needed it myself, still do. But uh, the, the the biggest guide I have to anybody is follow your passion. Don't follow don't follow the money. Follow your passion, and if you are passionate about whatever you do, then it's not work; it's fun, and money will follow, and love mm-hmm. will follow. Uh, just, just be passionate uh, about what you do; otherwise, don't do it. Beautiful. Well, Gary, Bruce, thank you for the great recipes for living and for spending this hour with me on From My Mama's Kitchen Talk Radio. To all our listeners, please join me next week, Tuesday morning, November sixteenth. Continuing with November's National Alzheimer's Awareness Month, my guest will be Denise Shope. She's the founder of Caregiver Wellness. As a caregiver, holistic, integrative nutrition coach, author, and attorney, Denise is dedicated to empower family and professional caregivers to take control of their health and wellness through the caregiving years and beyond. Denise and I will be having a conversation about her remarkable life's journey and why and how Caregivers should also take care of themselves while giving care to their loved ones. For additional information about this show and future shows, please go to FromMyMama'sKitchenTalkRadio.com. 
Thank you for listening, and have a blessed week. Sherry, Bruce, it's been a pleasure, sir, to have you all join me this morning. And thank you again, and have a very blessed day. You too. Thank, thank you. you. Take care. Thank Bye-bye. you. Bye-bye.